everyone. Welcome back to another episode of BossCast podcast, the official podcast of St. Pete Girl Boss. We are here interviewing all the wonderful, amazing female entrepreneurs in the Tampa Bay area. And today is no different. We have Emmy Tafelski with us. Uh, she helps women who have suffered an untethering loss reweave their souls into wholeness, and she is here to bring light and sunshine to all of you. So welcome, Emmy. Thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, Taylor, and for saying that I'm bringing light and sunshine. That makes me feel so happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not only just the yellow shirt that everyone can't see mm -hmm. right now, <laughs> but just your personality. I love it. I'm really, really excited to... Yeah to chat and just like share what you do with the world. Um, so if you don't mind, please, please tell us how you got into helping women go through such a transformative time in their life. I would love to. Um, so everything that I'm doing now is um, born from the loss of my mom in 2017. Um, and for me, it was a super shattering loss that left me, um, untethered that left me just not knowing who I was in the world anymore. Not knowing, like, it's like my feet would, you know, hit the ground in the same way, but nothing felt the same. My clothes didn't feel the same. My shoes didn't feel the same. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know who I was. The world was the same, but I was not, um, so at the time I was a therapist and um, it was impossible for me to sit and hold space for others from that sort of shattered place, like just from a place of lacking substance and um, not being, yeah, just lacking substance. I couldn't be a container for others. So I... Um, kept trying to go back to work and it kept not working. <laughs> um, I would get close to the day and then I would say like, oh, you know, I can't, like, I just can't, I just couldn't. Um, so I ended up after a lot of back and forth and a lot of sort of sitting in the tension of, you know, being a productive member of society and what if, you know, my clients need me and I have to work. And that's just kind of, you know, sort of the way culture pushes us like, um, there's not a lot of space for grief and mm -hmm. there's not a lot of space for loss and feelings of sadness and stopping. There's mm -hmm. just not a lot of space for stopping. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I decided to be sort of revolutionary and stop. Um, and I, I took off what ended up being 12 months, but initially I thought it was going to be three or four. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, which is kind of how healing works, right? It's like, oh yeah, it's fine. I'm gonna, you know, no. Um, and I took this journey of healing, of reweaving my soul back into wholeness, of uh, releasing things that didn't serve me, reclaiming things that I had cut off uh, in order to be loved along the way. And um, I was also going through graduate school to get my PhD at the time. So I sort of took my journey and studied it for my graduate degree and wrote my dissertation about it. Wow. And that allowed me sort of to 
really study and understand what, like, what is this process that I went through? Not just having, like, I went through it, right? But we go through healing processes and don't necessarily stop to think about what it is. Um, but I knew that I wanted to help others. Like, like the whole point, I, I wrote my dissertation about it so that I could package it in a way. So I studied it so I could package it in a way to deliver to others. Mm-hmm. Um and take others on this journey in a way that wouldn't take 12 months and in a way that uh, would hold them for um, to alchemize their loss into spiritual transformation Mm -hmm. um, and spiritual power. So um, that's how I arrived at Soul Weaver. And um, while I love doing therapy, my soul, um, wants to do this deeper transformational work maybe needs to do this deeper transformational work and Mm -hmm. so that's what I am now offering the world (laughs) that is amazing and I just want to say that like one thank you for sharing that like it is you are doing your mom so like so much beautiful work like through what you do you are making her like so proud. Mm. So I love, love, love that that's how you moved into this from just like, hey, I experienced this myself. Like, let me hold your hand and walk you through it. Yeah. Um, and the second thing is that I just like found it. I don't know. It was like a physical mental reaction, like so empowering that you gave yourself the space to just stop and like that is just so I don't know you don't you don't hear that a lot anymore there's just mm-hmm. not people who give themselves the space unless it's almost forced like you yeah. know your body shuts down or you're like your brain's like I literally can't anymore that is like burning out is usually what we hear rather than like no I chose to stop and just like halt against society like what you said was just so powerful and I I love, I love hearing that. And I love to hear that it was so transformational for you. And you just like found what you were called to do through going against the grain. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yes. Thank you for saying that it, it, it's, it's a powerful, I, I do find it powerful to be revolutionary in that way. Like to, Mm -hmm. um, to stop, right? Like it, it's such a simple word, but we, but you're right. We don't, we don't do that, right? Like society doesn't really let us, right? If something's not working, we don't stop to assess. We just like try to move to the next thing and pick, like do something else and do something else and do mm-hmm. something else. But sometimes we just need to stop and feel what's there. Yeah. Um, and uh, like th- this is an ongoing. I mean, I live in this culture, right? So this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. going lesson <laughs> yeah like back to again and again like oh wait oh okay I'm doing too I, I'm over pushing myself okay like let's stop again and see assess and see what's what inside yeah yeah absolutely it's almost like I I thought about this when I was trying to figure out if I wanted to like stay in college or leave and it was so I remember it being so hard for me to leave because I was like this is like the road less traveled. Like no one talks about leaving college and being okay. Like being successful and like a part of society. If you leave college, like God forbid. 
And that's kind of what that makes me think of is like stopping and not only because I feel like we talk about healing a lot and going through that journey, but stopping and like letting yourself do just that is like the road less traveled. And so Mm -hmm. I'm sure it was like a little itchy to do it because you're like, oh God, like I don't see anyone else doing this. So am I just going to be paving the way? Um, but I'm sure it was just so freeing and like so opening and you, I can't even imagine how much you learned about yourself, not only by doing that, but then you said writing your dissertation on it. Is that as yeah. well? That is wild and amazing. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's a forthcoming book. Like I'm in the process of tra- changing that, like transforming the dissertation and deepening it into That's amazing. A, a book so that yeah you can read the whole thing (laughs) the whole story (laughs) I love it it will be on my Amazon list in two seconds (laughs) yay my first purchase yes I got you (laughs) that's so amazing so Soul Weaver tell me a little bit about um that kind of transformational work that you do like is it is it based in because I feel like there's a lot of pieces that could come into that because your soul is made of so many things. So <laughs> I don't want to put words in your mouth. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um. So it's a four phase process. And um, the first phase is what I call a tune, which is really the thing that you and I are talking about right now, which is the stop part, right? Like mm-hmm. it's like in order to move forward, we have to stop first and pay attention to what's here. So like, I'm very careful to talk about it in a way that doesn't imply that we're skipping over our feelings of loss. And we're just going to go to this like healing place because we have to feel them. We have to feel what's there and be present with what is here for us. And um, a, a part of the way I see the whole thing for soul weaving is the soul as a tapestry. Mm. So part of the attune phase is sort of um, beginning to see soul as tapestry, like the different threads of the tapestry or the threads that make you. Um, So attuning, stopping feeling the things, seeing the soul as tapestry and making the conscious decision to walk through what I call the portal of healing right like so for me loss that shatters you and it doesn't have to be a death it can be the loss of a relationship or the loss of a um a career or the loss of your health or the like whatever it could be any kind of loss that leaves you not knowing who you are in the world there's something unique about that shattering when when it's a loss that sort of like takes the glue out of the threads of you and leaves all the threads kind of floating in the air it allows you to see more of what's there like more of the parts of you Mm -hmm. and so that is like sort of the marker that brings us into phase two which is called release um and in release we unweave the threads that don't belong to us so like cultural messaging that we don't need to carry like uh, for me um, one of the things I released was this like patriarchal bullshit of like not being enough mm-hmm. that <clears throat> was woven into the fabric of my being from a super young age, like not enough, like do, do this, be this, do more, whatever, so that I could be loved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I unwove and released that um, 
And then another thing for me that I released was like threads of disordered eating that I uh, had tried to heal in a gazillion different ways, right? But mm -hmm. it came very clear in the sort of shatteredness that like this thread was sort of attached back to my mom. And it was like kind of her stuff that had gotten woven into my tapestry. So I did the work to unweave that um, and let that go. And um, so once we do the unweaving part, which all of the work is done through guided visualization and me creating like this container to take you on these journeys to do this work. Mm -hmm. um, Step three is called reclaim, where we uh, reclaim those parts of the self that like we cut off maybe unconsciously, right? Due to trauma or like messages we got that it wasn't okay to be you, right? It's not okay to be this part of you. And so like you unconsciously or consciously cut that off and jettisoned it. Like we're going to go back and collect all of you mm -hmm. and bring all those parts home weave them back into the tapestry of who you are back into like the vision of you as a whole person um and then it brings us to step four which is uh anchor so something i realized that for women in particular is we are taught sort of to anchor outside of ourselves like mm -hmm. to be tethered to partners or careers or parents or children or whatever right that keeps us like grounded and so the last thing is we kind of anchor it all home like internally mm. solidly like into the self anchor it like into the body into the earth like here I am I'm solid I'm whole I'm um rewoven and kind of put back together transformed into more of myself right like mm -hmm. not so different but all the parts of me coming home yeah. Um, and then you kind of leave knowing like how to kind of walk yourself through that process. Like if the like tapestry gets a little jinky because, you know, we live in the real world and sometimes it gets jinky um, and you can go back and like uh, kind of pull the threads tight again when needed. Yeah, I think that's such a beautiful image. And like as you were explaining all the steps, I was like, oh, my God, why has this happened to me? Like at least once that I can think of. Mm -hmm. But really like probably happened to all of us but breaking it down in those pieces is one just like stunning to think about like not only just as your life as like things or happenings or events or whatever but just like that everything comes together it's so powerful <laughs> it really is like I love I love hearing about your process because I think that's it's very powerful and I was thinking about a uh an instance that I had like I I don't know if you know this but I moved here from Oregon uh, a little over four years ago and I I moved here for a job in sports and like hmm. growing up I was just this like major sports person I always played I always coached I and now I work in sports and just like that was just my identity yeah. And I moved here for a job like that. And I never, ever thought I would leave Oregon. So it was like very big that I came all the way over here and uh, COVID happened yeah. and, you know, just lost my job, like so many other people, but it was like 
oh my God, what am I was like, what am I supposed, who am I now? I have no idea. I was always this like cool sports girl with like the free tickets and like whatever. And I didn't even know that that narrative was there until I didn't have it anymore. And I was like, who am I if I'm not the cool sports girl? I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah. So it was uh, it, a different form of maybe a smaller form of grief, but still like, yeah. I was like, my career is everything to me right now. Like now I don't have it. And I moved here away from my family for it and I don't have it anymore. So it was just very like that process that you were explaining was very like hit home for me. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that is a huge loss. It's like a big piece of your identity, mm-hmm. leaving you not knowing who you are in the world. Yeah. And that's exactly the space that this process is for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I love, I'm really excited for people to get more information about it. Like, we'll have it all in the show notes and stuff, but I'm just I'm excited to show you to the world, Emmy. <laughs> yes, please show me to the world. <laughs> <laughs> so I... After going through something as major as what you have and and creating this like life and identity and process and just like system through that, I'm curious. I always like to ask this question because I feel like there's sometimes where we're in a space as an entrepreneur where we're like, this is my thing, this is what I do, and like I'm good. Like this is this is me. Welcome. But and it, it feels so like, like all the pieces are together, which is wonderful. On the deeper side, I know that we're always learning and we're always moving through things. And sometimes they're like big things like, you know, this product that I have just won't freaking sell. And sometimes it's internal things where I'm like, I can't get over charging over this much or whatever it may be. So I'm curious if you don't mind sharing, um, something that you're learning in your business you've done so much learning already but I'm curious if there's something that you're still that you're working through whether it be personal or your business or whatever I'm very curious um there are a couple of things there are some like life things that I'm kind of always working on Mm -hmm. um and some things related to trauma right so one thing I'm working on is um feeling more at ease with visibility. (laughs) Mm. I have some visibility trauma from when I was a teenager. That's sort of, you know, it was at a formative time of life that sort of shaped how I show up in the world. Okay. Um, And with this business, right? Like as a therapist, you're kind of selling therapy, right? People know know what therapy is. It's like, I still have, you know, I still had to say like, this is who I am as a therapist. If it's a fit, great. If it's not, whatever. But people understand therapy. This business is different and more um, really based on my story and who I am and how I, you know, want to deliver and show up and serve in the world, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a little scary, right? So I'm, you know, I bump up against sort of what I'm calling visibility trauma and um, work to have grace and tenderness toward myself and stop when I need to and feel my feelings and allow like space. Like, you know, sometimes it's too much. Sometimes 
and that and that's okay right like so I love that and I I really empathize with that actually because I'm I'm not going to assume that our like visibility trauma is the same, but I, I totally empathize with just like the struggle of visibility and especially like as an entrepreneur, it's mm. like constant visibility, like constant. Cause you have to market yourself and you also have your clients and you also have to find new ones. And you also have to hop on 17 million podcasts in a month and like all this stuff. And so it's like, that's one thing when you own your own business that it's hard to just give yourself a stop because if you're stopping who else is moving you forward um no one (laughs) yeah exactly and so I the the push and pull of visibility and being like hell yeah I love it like put me out into the world and also like oh my god please stop talking to me (laughs) it's like such a balance so I totally I understand where you're coming from. (laughs) Yep. And it's a very careful balance. And sometimes I just sit around and watch Shit's Creek and that's just like my day. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I think like, I kind of learned this lesson actually the hard way last week. I, I realized I was just kind of like, it had been a couple days and I hadn't really done a lot except like the things that I was like, I had to be physically here. Okay. I was physically here. Maybe I wasn't mentally there, but have to be there. And then I can be home again and I have to be there and then I can be home again. And there was a point where I was like, Oh my God, I just sat here and it's been like six hours. And like, that's like a lot of friends and new girl. And like, what am I doing? (laughs) And, but I kind of had to sit with it and be like, okay, well, how, often are you visible? Like, is this, is it okay? Is it an okay balance? Am I just feeling bad? Cause it's just one chunk at a time. And I'm like this whole six hours, I just haven't done anything. Or am I, is this really a problem where I like have to get my ass off the couch? Um, and it was, you know, it was kind of realizing that like, well, I've had all this visibility constantly for so, so long. It's okay to take a little time, even if it seems like too big of a chunk like for society for instance like that tightrope balance is so especially when it just comes in like such big chunks but um but yeah I uh I love that conversation about visibility because it's it's hard to balance it is and I think a, a lot of what we do in Soul Weaver is like unweave threads of the culture that feel like chains right that that Mm. cause us to behave in ways that aren't true to who we are and what we need and that's one of them right like the idea that six hours of rest is too much rest Mm -hmm. Mm. like (laughs) you know whatever whatever is the right amount of rest for you is the right amount of rest for you and I think that like as entrepreneurs we um it's highly unlikely that we will take too much rest, right? Like, like we are, we are go-getters. We are, we are called to serve in this way. And so the more we can lean into the flow of our own system, like the, which is not going to align most, most likely not going to align with what society tells us we should mm-hmm. be doing. Um, then I think like we, you know, increase our level of 
power for lack of a better term, right? Like, like there's power and authenticity and wholeness and being in flow with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like showing your tapestry to the world. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Well, thank you for those nuggets of wisdom. You are so amazing and so much fun to talk to. Let's just stay on here for five hours. It's fine. Okay. Okay. That's a lot of visibility. (laughs) It's a lot of visibility. Okay. All right. That's fair. (laughs) Um, Well, before we hop off, I want to give you the space to tell everyone about all of your things, where they can find you, how they can work with you, um, if you want to be that visible. Um, (laughs) So tell tell us about all your things. The floor is yours. Okay. Thank you. Um, so I have for anyone listening, if anything I've said resonates, I would love for you to, uh, download my favorite meditations that were really foundational for, um, my healing journey. And there are a lot about like kind of stopping and feeling your feelings and finding comfort, um, sort of laying on the ground and feeling mother earth kind of hold you and tend to you. And, uh, so, um, I would love for you to download those and that gets you on my email list where I drop random nuggets and uh, lots of vulnerability and visibility. And um, yeah, so there's that. And um, I am taking registrations for uh, the Soul Weaver experience, with experience, which begins September 10th. And it's a 15 week program which goes through the phases that um, Taylor and I are talking about today. I love it. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. And everything that um, Emmy is doing, all of the amazing things will be in our show notes. So you can find her, um, all of her social media tags will be there as well. And you guys can hop in on the Soul Weaver journey in September. That's so exciting. Yay. Awesome. And um, for us, you guys know where to find us, St. Pete Girl Boss on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Um, and I guess we'll see you on our drop next month. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.